Hey everyone, welcome to the first ever episode of the Relationships Podcast. I'm your host, Temwani, and on today's episode, I'm going to be talking about something that I feel so many people have gone through, so many people have experienced, something I feel is the reason why so many people are broken, something I feel is the reason why so many people are afraid of getting into relationships. So on today's episode, I'm going to be talking about cheating. So, what exactly is cheating? By definition, I believe cheating is the act of having intimate physical or emotional contact with another person. For example, let's say I have a girlfriend and I go out and kiss or do inappropriate physical stuff with another person. That can be defined as cheating. Or, let's say I'm in a relationship and I begin to flirt with other females. I believe that can also be classified as cheating. Because, first of all, it's inappropriate. And secondly, I know my partner is going to feel bad or she won't be happy if I did that. So if the roles were reversed, I definitely also wouldn't be happy if she did the same thing. So that can also be classified as cheating. So, I believe we all know what cheating is. Now, the burning question is, why do people cheat? Why do people cheat? So here's the thing. I believe no one just wakes up randomly one day and says to themselves, today I'm going to cheat, today I'm going to do this. Nah, 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 nah. It doesn't work that way. It's premeditated. You see, you have a choice to cheat or not to cheat. And there's no one that forces you to cheat. It's something that you have been planning in your head. You've been probably texting someone inappropriately. You've been, you know, entertaining thoughts of doing stuff with someone. That's where the problem is that's how cheating begins and that's what makes a person to actually go and do the action of cheating physically with another person i have written down a list of the reasons why i believe people cheat so the first reason i have here is people cheat because they feel unloved by their partners i have heard people say that they cheated on their partners because they didn't feel loved enough by their partners. They didn't feel that their partners loved them in the way that they wanted to feel loved. This actually brings to light a very interesting topic, um, which I will address in the next few episodes on the podcast, the topic of the five love languages, which I believe every person should know their partner's love languages, because that is the primary way, that is the best way to make your partner feel loved. If we all loved our partners in the way that they wanted to feel loved, would have less breakups, uh, less issues in relationships, which is something that I think can help a lot of relationships, knowing your partner's love language. So, yeah. So, the second reason I have here is unresolved issues with an ex. One thing I believe, one thing I always tell people is not to get into relationships if they are not yet over their exes. I say this because you need to go into a relationship with a clean heart, a clean conscience, knowing that you're going there with pure and genuine intentions. You're going there to actually love the person for who they are and not trying to get over an ex by loving or by being with someone else. I don't know if I'm making sense, but yeah, I believe that you shouldn't get into a relationship if you still have feelings for an ex. I think you have to have those feelings resolved completely. So that when you get into a relationship with someone, 
it's easier for you to just, you know, acclimatize and actually, you know, love them genuinely. Because if you get into a relationship with someone else, when you still have unresolved feelings with your ex, it's going to cause issues. Because when you have tension with your partner, with the partner that you're with, you're going to be, you know, comparing them with, with your ex. You know, you'll be talking like, my ex used to do this, my ex used to do that, and stuff like that. And then at the end of it all, you probably end up going to your ex, you know, to confide in them about stuff that's going on in your relationship. And because of the unresolved feelings, you end up doing stuff with your ex that you know you shouldn't be doing. So that can also be a reason as to why people end up cheating. Another reason I believe is why people cheat is because they have commitment issues. People who have commitment issues generally tend not to give their all in relationships. They have options all around. You know, relationships involve a certain level of vulnerability. Once you are truly committed to someone, you are going to be vulnerable to them. Your walls will be broken down and they'll see you for who you are. Your emotions, all your flaws, they'll be there. You are vulnerable to that person. And when you're vulnerable to that person, it makes you powerless. Because anything that they do um, can upset you. And that's a problem. People don't want to be vulnerable. People don't want to commit because they are afraid of that vulnerability. So to avoid the feeling of vulnerability, they decide to entertain other people, talk to other people as well, meaning that they're not fully committed to their partner. And that's a problem. People who have commitment issues are going to cheat. Trust me, I've seen it before. I've seen it happen. And it's sad because you... You, you end up hurting the person in the relationship who thinks that this person is actually, you know, committed to me. And them, them, they are actually being committed to you. They are actually committed to you. But you, you're not, it's like you're playing it safe. You're playing it safe. I think that's the right word. Playing it safe by having other people, having other options. So that if anything goes wrong, you can easily jump to other people. And this is something that has to stop. Another reason why I believe people cheat, why I believe most men cheat, is the cultural beliefs, the cultural upbringing. There's a proverb in Bemba that says that, I think I'll just translate it to English, that when a man sleeps around, it is not reason enough to break a relationship, or it is not reason enough to end a marriage. This is a very selfish, a very selfish proverb, and I'm going to be harsh about it. It's very selfish. I have friends who've told me that they will happily cheat in their marriages because, after all, he's providing financial stability, he's providing emotional stability, he's providing everything for his wife, so he deserves to cheat. And that is a very selfish way of looking at it. What this does, it's sort of, you know... um doesn't bring into consideration how a woman would feel when a man cheats on her, when her man cheats on her. And there's so many women who can actually testify to say that my man would cheat on me and he, he wouldn't even have any remorse because that's how, you know, he was said to be brought up because that's how his culture was because he would say his culture, his 
his grandparents used to have many women and it's just part of who he is and stuff like that. No. And one thing, one thing I want to clarify, there's this misconception that a man is a cheater by DNA. That is a lie. I can happily say that is a lie. No man decides or is born to be a cheater. No, 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 no. It's what's engraved in his mind. And that's where we need to tackle this problem. You know, it's sad that when a man cheats, it isn't reason enough to end a relationship. But then when a woman does it, you would find that it will cause war. You know, it will cause war. And I think so many women can testify to say that, you know, they've probably heard from their elder and aunties or grandparents that if a man cheats, you shouldn't leave him, just understand him. That's how he is. He's not like that. A man is is not born like that. It is the culture. It is the 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 philosophy that has been engraved in him, you know. That is the problem. So we need to cut this problem off because it's the reason why so many relationships are ending, why there are so many divorces around. It's very selfish and it has to stop. Also, um, I just want to clarify my previous point. Um, I'm not saying it's okay for a man to cheat because of his upbringing or because of his culture or whatever. Cheating is wrong and this is something that I've always said. It is selfish because it does a lot of harm to the ladies out there who've been cheated on. And that's why so many women are broken these days. So many women are skeptical of getting into relationships because they've been heartbroken one way or the other by a cheating man. And that is sad. And that is something that, you know, we as men, we have to work on. Like we have to, you know, actually be real men by avoiding or not subscribing to the thought that a man is supposed to cheat or a man is supposed to have multiple partners or if a man sleeps with so many women it's gonna make him you know a you know a real man a real guy nah it doesn't work that way so gents this point is for you guys um let us be better gentlemen let us learn from the mistakes of others let us not inflict pain and hurt on the women who love us so yeah so this now brings me to the last part of this episode how to avoid cheating i think the most effective way to avoid cheating is by setting boundaries so what exactly are boundaries i believe boundaries are a set of rules that you put in place in order to protect the well-being of your relationship. So I'm going to give an example of myself. Um, in my previous relationship, which is about like two years ago, almost two years now, I had tried by all means to set some boundaries. Because I, I knew at the time that boundaries were important. Boundaries would help me to avoid doing stuff that my partner would not appreciate. Here's one thing you guys should understand. When you're in a relationship, it doesn't mean that other people will stop hating on you or other people won't find you attractive. In fact, it is proven that when you're in a relationship, that's when you're actually more attractive to other people. You know, I don't know why it's like that, but <laughs> apparently that's the case. 
And with that in mind, you know, I would receive texts from other females that would be hitting on me, that, you know, be saying inappropriate stuff. And honestly, me being the man that I am, I simply told them, look, I've got a girlfriend. I appreciate that you like me or you have a crush on me, but it can't go further than that. I have a girlfriend and she would not appreciate you talking to me in this way, in this manner. And I've told people this before. They didn't believe me, but this is actually true from the bottom of my heart. I can recall so many incidents where this happened. People, uh, females who I liked before I entered my relationship, you know, females who were playing hard to get. Now that I'm dating now, um, at the time now that I, that I was in a relationship, that's when they wanted to, to, to hit me up, you know, and stuff like that. But I made it very clear that, look, I've got a girlfriend and I'm not going to, you know, condone this. So, yeah, I cut them off. Like, you're going to have to cut off stuff that will um, make you step out of your relationship, that will make you, you know, do stuff with other people that your partner will not appreciate. So boundaries are very, very important. Also, boundaries in the way you, you know, interact with uh, people of the opposite sex. There's this thing called, you know, having a male best friend or female best friend. Why? Why do you need a male best friend? Why do you need a female best friend? Because more often than not, that is where boundaries are crossed. You'd find that in your relationship, you have an argument. Your partner will go and tell the, the, the best friend of the opposite sex. Then that best friend will be comforting them and then they end up doing stuff. I'm telling you, this has happened to me before. It's painful, but... Trust me, it, it has happened to me before. So this issue of being too close with members of the opposite sex who aren't family, that is a problem. And that is a way that people usually, you know, end up cheating. Because, you know, you just say, no, we're just friends. No, no, we are adults. You, you know, we are adults. In as much as it's okay to have friends of the opposite sex, it's okay, it's cool. But you have to set boundaries. For example, if I had a girl, I would have no problem with her having friends uh, who are guys. Not best friends, but friends who are guys. Um, and if she has a best friend, as long as there are boundaries, even though uh, I don't fully subscribe to the thought of, you know, ha ha having a, a best friend of the opposite sex. I mean, why? I'm here. I'm your best friend. I'm, I'm, your, I'm your partner. We can be best friends as well. But yeah, you get my point. Um, boundaries are important. And especially when it comes to, you know, uh, p dealing with people of the opposite sex. In as much as your friends, you have to set boundaries. You cannot be hugging, you know, uh, a person of the opposite sex in the same way that you're going to hug your boyfriend or embrace your, your girlfriend. No, it doesn't work that way. And you know that if your partner did that, you'd probably feel some type of way. And to avoid your partner feeling some type of way, you have to set effective boundaries also my last point on how to avoid cheating um try by all means to not put yourself or to not find yourself in compromising situations for example um let's say you go out and maybe there's a friend um who you like or who you have a crush on who you find attractive at the place where you are going to be or maybe there is an ex who you have unresolved feelings with you know, and then maybe after you take a few drinks here and there, you become 
tipsy, then you end up doing stuff that you know you shouldn't have done in the first place. I think that is something that you you have to be very, very careful about. I mean, if you're going to go out and behave yourself, that's fine. But if you go out and, you know, you take a few drinks and, and then you know that you're going to act some type of way, then that'll be a problem. So you have to avoid compromising situations. Or if you're found in a compromising situation, that's where your, your boundaries come into place. If you know, okay, this guy, he likes you and he's touching you, you know, inappropriately, you tell him, no, like, don't do that, you know. Ladies, you can tell the guy not to do that. Same way as gents. Gents, if a woman is coming on to you, even though she she knows you have a girlfriend, you can simply say, I don't want you to touch me. Like, don't do that. Stop it. You can say that. But because of, you know, the mentality that men have, that, uh, you know, they want to be with different women, that's a problem. But anyway, back to the to the point, you know. Um, let's try by all means to avoid compromising situations. So yeah, guys, this marks the end of the very first episode of the Relationships Podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you guys learned something. And please bear in mind, I'm not a relationship expert or a relationship guru. I'm just a normal guy that's just sharing his two cents or his opinion on matters that are affecting modern relationships. So yeah, guys, please subscribe. Please hit the notification button so that whenever I release an episode, you guys are notified. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And yeah, till next time.